sink in. Welcome back. Welcome back to another great episode with Coffee Girl 44, where life is just a strand you have yet to try. And I'm pretty sure people would like to know why I always say life is just a strand you have yet to try, because have you tried every strand? Again, my favorite is White Widow. But have you tried every strand? So if you have not tried every strand, how do you know you don't like every strand? And that is the same thing with life. If you have not tried everything, how do you know if you don't like it? So again, welcome to Coffee Girl 44. And again, I hope you took the time to like, share, subscribe, and support this great channel. Maybe it'll reach volumes over the world. But story time. I have a story to tell. And are you here to listen to this story? Yes. I've been noticing that everyone is starting to look the same. I'm not going to use their names, but everyone is starting to look like the letter starting with kite. Why is everything the same? Everyone has a part in the middle of their hair. Everyone's hair is flowing down to their buttocks. Everyone's nose is contoured the same way. The cheeks is the same way. The eyes is the same way. The lips is the same way. I want to say this is the look of the Bratz doll with a mixture of Barbie. Why is that the standard of beauty? And if that is the standard of beauty, why do everybody look like that? I just want to speak on that topic because, again, this is story time. Let's go back. She was nine years old, hat to the back, nappy ponytails, in a holy overall suit set, passed down from her brothers with a, uh, a football jersey halfway cut off because it got so small she didn't wore it so much dirt on her cheeks <laughs> eyebrows just as thick eyelashes just as thick and tangly up only has one earring in her ear because she does not know where the other one has gone and does not care but this child would play and would wear the same things and if her mom tried to dress her in a dress she would put it on just to make her mama smile. But when her mom let her out into the wild, I mean, out into the, <laughs> to the street, she would go jump in mud and jump on rocks and fall down in holes and play with the boys and wrestle and hit and spit. <laughs> she had a ball. She had a ball. Even in that yellow dress. This story is going somewhere, so hold on and stay there with me little nine-year-old girl and her mom will say if you get that dress dirty i'm gonna tan your hide and the little girl started out you know i'm gonna keep this dress clean because i don't want to be tanned so the little girl and then all she saw her brothers playing in the next door neighbors flipping off mattresses and in a brand new house that was abandoned and tore down so now it's a big hole in the ground with piles and piles and piles of mud the piles it was reaching the sky she sit across the street with her legs crossed with little bobby socks on little bobby shoes and a little yellow dress with fringes and full twills and whistles 
with little barrettes in her hair. <laughs> her sisters run up the street and on their little bicycles and little barrettes in their hair playing with dolls and dullies and dillies with the rest of the neighbors. And she just still sitting, staring across the street, thinking about my mom said, if I go play over there, I'm going to get a tan on the hide. <laughs> So she ponders and she looks down at the streets at her sisters as they play and they don't want so she gets up and go down there and play, try to play with them. They don't want to play with her. She tries to play with the other little girls and the little girls say, go away. We don't want to play with you. So she goes and she plays by herself. But as she plays by herself, she's starting to kick a rock. And as she kicked that rock, <laughs> a little scuff got on her shoe. <laughs> wow, I'm going to get in trouble. She tries to wipe it off with a little spit. She takes her finger and she wipes the spit off of her shoe. Oh my God, I got a little dust on my sock. Oh my God, I'm for sure going to get a whooping. I'm for sure going to get my tan raw hide. Oh my God, no one's going to help me. Maybe if I take the socks off, they won't get dirty and I can continue to scuff not scuff my shoes so she takes her socks off and as she takes her sock off one of her foots one of her feet hit the ground and she feels the dirt now her foot is dirty (laughs) now her foot is dirty so trying not to dirty up anything she takes off the sock so it won't be dirty but she slipped and her foot hits the ground and now her foot is dirty so now she needs to get the dirt off so she wipes the dirty the dirt off with her hands and the dirt is on her hands so she tries to get the dirt off and she wipes it on her dress so now dirt is on her dress I'm trying to avoid the dirt on her socks continue to follow me so that being said now She's in a woe of Miss, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. And the tears start to roll down her face. And as she goes to wipe her face, not remembering there's dirt on her hands, now there's dirt on her face. <laughs> this is a nine-year-old little girl. Her ponytail is in her way, so she swoops the ponytail and the barrette go flying. So now she has one sock on, a dirty foot, her dress is dirty, her hands is dirty, and her face is dirty, and she's missing the barrette. <laughs> and this is all with just coming off of the porch, not playing in the dirt as her mother stated her not to do, not going over there to enjoy herself. Just following the rules got her in a position of something that she did not mean to do on purpose. So she thought to herself, if I'm going to get in trouble, it might as well be my type of trouble. So she runs across the street with just one sock on in these shoes. Not wanting to get the shoes dirty, she puts them to the side and put on the other sock and jumps into the mud. Yellow dress all brown with mud. Throwing mud, hitting the boys in the head, push one little boy face in the mud, and they all laughing. Slid down, jumped off, threw stuff, splashed. Now it's time to go home. Street lights are so. <laughs> now she knows she has to go <laughs> to see her mother because she can hear her mother calling her name. But she pretended not to hear her mother call her name. So she kept on playing. Then her brothers and sisters called her name. She for sure heard it then. 
There's no mother way around it. The little boy said, you gonna get it. <laughs> she throws a heap of mud and slaps him dead in the face with it. It'll be worth it, was her thoughts. So she scurries along, and now she wants to throw herself on the ground and say she was mauled by a tiger. <laughs> and drug up the street by this tiger. It was a big tiger, Mom, and they had the claws of all claws. But she thought to herself, at nine, this was something that I wanted to do. This is something that I chose to do. This is something I knew by denying who I truly was got me in a position that I needed to choose something. So that being said, she brushes off her dress as much as she could. The the mud is all dry now. It's caked on her face, in her hair, up under her nails is atrocious. Her underwear, dirty. Her dress, dirty. Her knees, filthy. She only has one sock because she cannot find what she did with the other sock. She opens the door and her mom looks at her with such a grin on her face of, you know what I told you. But the little girl looks at her and said, you look nice today, Mom. You look nice tonight, Mom. She said, don't, don't, try to, don't try to change the subject. What subject? You look nice, to mom, n- nice tonight, Mom. Thank you. Isn't it good when you can be yourself? And the mom just stares at the little girl, at her daughter. And she takes a little spit off her thumb and wipes the little girl's cheek and says, yes, it's always great when you can be yourself. And may you be yourself from here on out. And that being said, that's what I want to talk to you about. When you got a choice to follow them, them, or yourself, you're going to always have to choose you because no matter what route you take, it's going to come back to you. The cutting up of your body, putting the BBL, the cutting up of your breasts with big breasts, the lips, the injections. I'm not judging anyone because if, if you like it, I love it. But the point of the matter is, you're going to always have to come back to being you. When you change anything about you, you're not changing for you. You're changing for the next. So they may look upon something. So they may feel something that's in you, that's brought from you. And you feel the need to change your appearance and change something about you to appease the next. That's not you being you. You being you is a decision, a plan in the mud or staying clean. It's your choice. Either they're going to accept you with the mud or they're going to accept you without the mud. But it's your choice to present yourself as being yourself. There's no need for you to look as the rest. That cookie cutter mentality It's for them. It's not for you. Whatever you was given is what you have and to make best of it. Let's think about what the BBL is for. What do we all do with our derriere? We use the bathroom. We sit down. And we do other things. There is no significant thing that this thing is for. Besides a come hither here. The breast. 
It is to entice someone. Now, if that's who you choose to be, then be your best. But you can't switch it up. You can't be that way one minute and then want to be in play and mud the next. Because they're going to coincide. They're going to collide. And now you're going to be in a position of not knowing who you are. So I come here just to ask you to stand in being you. To know who you are. Your choice is only a reflection of your soul and who you are. But when you change who you are for the next, you're changing for the next. You cannot be them. You cannot walk their path. You cannot see what they see. You cannot taste what they taste, smell what they smell, feel what they feel. So wouldn't it be just a perfect world if you just be yourself? What's so wrong with you being yourself? You should not have to cut on yourself for another to be attracted to you. You shouldn't have to change your appearance for another to want you. And if those are the reasons that you're doing those things, you need to look in the mirror and ask yourself, who am I doing this for? It should always be a comfortability within you being yourself. You should always feel wanted by yourself, even when you are alone. You should not be afraid to be alone because you are there with yourself. And I know it's easier said than done, and these are just words in one ear and out the other. But there's truth in these words. Being yourself may run some away, but the ones that stay is the ones that you pay attention to. The ones that want you to change, the ones that want you to do this and jump through hoops and you must have this and you must say that, those are not the people for you. The ones that accept you for all the mud between your toes and your nails and your hair. That is who you keep. If a person does not accept you for whom you are, those are the people that don't deserve you. And I just wanted to come here tonight to tell you that you are worth more than what you think you are. And anytime you change yourself, and that goes for your husband, that goes for your, your wife, that goes for your kids, that goes for anybody. Anytime you have to change you for the next person, long as it's for the good, long as it's for the right. They either got to catch up to where you are. You don't have to slow down. You don't have to do none of that. You just have to be yourself. That is your job is to be your true true self and I just wanted to come here and tell y'all that tonight so I hope you guys are having a great night and I hope you you took the time to share like and support share with your friends coffee girl is out I share to you guys just another mad Monday, wish it was Sunday, (laughs) I'm out, I'll share to you guys, enjoy y'all night.